Welcome to Need to Know Nutrition, the podcast that understands on some days, balance is a wine in each hand. In today's episode, I'll be talking all things alcohol. Now, I understand that some of us may choose to only remember the good things that I might mention when it comes to alcohol and may choose to disregard the rest. Despite alcohol being a big part of some of our social lives, it's important just to go in educated. I'll be delivering the facts about alcohol and the impact it has on our health so you can then make an educated decision the next time you choose to have a few drinks. I'll be discussing alcohol's effects on our body and our health, as well as the alcohol guidelines, the best option when it comes to alcohol, and also ways you can drink responsibly if you do choose to consume alcohol in your diet. Now, just like a shot, this is a short and sweet episode, but as always, filled with interesting information and gold standard facts. Let's do it. Welcome to Need to Know Nutrition with me, clinical nutritionist Belinda Martinella. If you're passionate about your health, have a craving for reliable information, or just want to hear some really awesome food facts, then I'm glad you're here. Each week, I'll discuss a new and interesting health topic packed full of delicious nutritional facts. Let me sift through all of the health and dietary jargon so you don't have to. It's time to get all the info you need to put your health first. So what is alcohol exactly? Alcohol is the active ingredient found in alcoholic drinks called ethanol. It's produced by yeasts that digest sugar in certain carb-rich foods, such as grapes, which is used to make wine, grains, which is used to make beer, and potatoes, which have produced spirits like vodka. Alcohol is one of the most popular psychoactive substances in the world. Psychoactive meaning a chemical substance that can change your nervous system function, which results in mood and mental state alterations. Alcohol is the most widely used social drug in Australia. It's also important to know that alcohol affects people in very different ways. There is no one size fits all when it comes to the effects of alcohol. So how does the body actually process alcohol? Alcohol gets into the bloodstream through the stomach and the small intestine. If you have food in your stomach, it will slow down the rate the alcohol is absorbed, but it won't stop you from becoming intoxicated or drunk. Eventually, all the alcohol you have will reach your bloodstream. Most of the alcohol in the body, about 91%, is broken down by the liver. You may recall a previous episode where I discussed all things liver and its 500 plus functions. So alcohol is what we refer to as a liver loader, meaning that the body prioritizes alcohol and slows down or abandons the other 500 jobs it actually has to do whilst detoxifying and eliminating alcohol. A small amount of alcohol also leaves the body in urine, sweat, and breath. Now, you know how much I love fun facts, so here's two for you. The first one, the liver can only break down about one standard drink per hour, so sobering up takes time. Fact number two, cold showers, exercise, black coffee, fresh air or vomiting will not speed up the process of becoming less intoxicated. So what is the alcohol content of a standard drink? This is across the board debatable, but a standard drink contains 10 grams of alcohol. However, the size of a standard drink can vary according to the type of alcohol. It can also vary greatly between brands or labels. Sizes of drinks can differ depending on the location too. Some hotels, bars, restaurants, or those consumed at home may be bigger than a standard drink. Wine especially can vary considerably in alcoholic content. 
usually between 9% and 16%. So understanding how to count standard drinks can actually help you keep track of how much alcohol you're drinking. Now, I thought I'd just briefly touch on what one standard drink is equal to. So 285 mils, which is equivalent to about one pot, midi or one half pint of regular beer, contains 4.8% alcohol. 375 mils, which is about one stubby of mid-strength beer, contains 3.5% alcohol. 100 mils or one small glass of red table wine contains approximately 13.5% alcohol. And then 30 mils of spirits, which is approximately 40% alcohol plus a mixer. So depending on the recipe, some cocktails can actually contain as much alcohol as four standard drinks. So what do the alcohol guidelines say about all of this? First and foremost, there is no safe level of alcohol for anyone. The science tells us that alcohol is not safe and the health implications vary dramatically between the amount of alcohol we consume and also each individual who consumes it. Now, that being said, there are guidelines in place to help monitor your intake and also to help you determine if your alcohol intake is harmful. So these are the Australian alcohol guidelines. Firstly, healthy adult men and women over the age of 18 years should have no more than 10 standard drinks a week and no more than four standard drinks on any one day. Children and young people under the age of 18 years should not drink alcohol. Again, there's no safe or no risk level. Women who are pregnant or planning a pregnancy should not drink alcohol to reduce the risk of harm to themselves and their unborn baby. And women who are breastfeeding, it's also advised that they avoid alcohol, which is just safe for yourself and also for the baby. Any drinking above the recommended levels carry a really high risk. Also mixing alcohol and other drugs, either illegal drugs or some prescription drugs can actually cause serious health problems. Now, the World Health Organization provided me with the following statistics, which I think remind us of the health implications that a socially acceptable drug like alcohol does have. Alcohol consumption contributes to 3 million deaths each year globally. The overall harmful use of alcohol is responsible for 5.1% of the global burden of disease. 40% of drinkers have at least one heavy drinking episode each month. Okay, so let's talk about alcohol's effect on our health. Drinking alcohol can affect the way the body functions. And some really good examples are the cardiovascular system. So alcohol raises blood pressure and triglycerides or fats, lipids found in the blood, especially after binge drinking. It can also cause damage to the heart muscle and increase your risk of suffering a stroke. Then we go to the nervous system. So alcohol affects coordination, self-control, judgment and reaction times. It may also cause nerve and brain damage, tremors and long-term abuse has been linked to dementia. Mental health. Alcohol intake and depression are closely but complexly associated. Many people facing depression and or anxiety tend to drink intentionally to reduce stress and improve mood. This may be the case for a few hours, but alcohol does worsen overall mental health and sparks a vicious cycle. Alcohol has also been linked to suicide risk. The gastrointestinal system. So alcohol causes stomach inflammation, which can lead to things like gastritis, and in some cases, gastrointestinal bleeding. 
Then we've spoken briefly about the liver. So alcohol intake is linked to liver and pancreatic cancer, inflammation, fatty liver, cirrhosis, and liver failure. Then we have the endocrine system. Alcohol reduces fertility, causes loss of libido, and problems controlling blood sugar. Malnutrition. Alcohol displaces nutrients from your body and can also lead to weight gain, which can lead to obesity and an increased risk of diabetes. Now, I wanted to dive just a little bit deeper into the alcohol's impact on our brains specifically. So there's an important one for all of our youngsters out there. So parents, listen up. Drinking alcohol can actually affect how the brain develops in people under the age of 25. Teenagers under 18 years are particularly at risk. Ethanol reduces the communication between brain cells. It's a short-term effect responsible for many of the symptoms of being drunk. Binge drinking can lead to a blackout, which is a phenomenon characterized by memory loss or amnesia during a heavy drinking episode. These effects are only temporary, but chronic or long-term alcohol abuse may cause permanent changes in your brain, often leading to impaired brain function. Because your brain's very sensitive to damage, chronic alcohol abuse may increase your risk of dementia and cause brain shrinkings in middle age and older adults. In worst case scenario, severe alcohol-induced brain damage may impair people's ability to lead an independent life. Now, I just wanted to touch briefly on binge drinking and the health uh, effects of binge drinking. So binge drinking is commonly used to describe heavy drinking over a short period of time to get drunk or intoxicated. The effects of large amounts of alcohol are immediate and severe and may cause things like confusion, blurred vision, poor muscle control, nausea and vomiting, sleep, coma, or even death, impaired judgment, and impaired ability to make decisions, which can increase your likelihood of doing something dangerous. Whoa, so there's all the heavy stuff. Now, is there a best option when it comes to alcohol? Another important thing to remember here is that what you drink actually matters less than how much you drink. In terms of best options, red wine is one of the better options as it contains antioxidants which help protect our cells. Red wine is linked to more health benefits than any other alcoholic beverage, but that being said, consuming high amounts hinders your health more so than it helps. Now, if we do choose to drink, how can we drink responsibly? Remember that you don't always have to have alcohol to have a good time. Use some strategies to monitor and reduce your intake, such as start with a non-alcoholic drink. Eat before and while drinking to slow the absorption of alcohol into your bloodstream. Avoid salty snacks that might make you thirsty and make you drink more. Make every second or third drink a water or a non-alcoholic drink. Try low alcohol drinks. Always keep your drink with you to minimize the risk of drink spiking. And stay within the recommended guidelines to reduce your risk of an alcohol-related injury or disease. Let's have a quick recap. So there is no safe amount of alcohol for anyone. As much as this puts a big downer over a pastime that a lot of people rather enjoy, it's a really important fact that we should all be aware of. Remember that the liver can only process one standard drink per hour. So drink responsibly by including water and non-alcoholic drinks, as well as nutritious food in an attempt to add some balance to including alcohol in our diets. Alcohol has a lot of health implications attached, including but not limited to causing inflammation, damaging our heart muscle, impairing our judgment and coordination, contributing to liver inflammation and liver disease, malnutrition, and weight gain. 
In terms of best option when it comes to alcohol, remember what you drink matters less than how much you drink. Red wine has the most health benefits attached to any alcohol, but red wine in large quantities also impairs your health. The main thing is that if you do choose to drink, that you do so as responsibly as you can. I'd like to be bringing some more good news to a pastime that is ridiculously common, but there's not much more to report, I'm afraid. So there you have it, all things alcohol. Remember to drink responsibly and put your health first. Thanks for joining me today and learning all the things you need to know about nutrition and your body. If you want to learn more about today's topic or have a question you'd like answered, please jump onto my website, thetravellingnutritionistaustralia.com and find the podcast tab. All the references are also available should you wish to dive a little deeper. Remember, it's not the things that you eat and do occasionally that matter. It's the things that you eat and do every day that really count. Until next time, always choose the good stuff because you and your health are worth it.